his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Vaccine study on kids. To get them protected was really important for us. Migrant children on the move. Border patrol stations are not intended for the care of children. COVID's long haulers. There are days where I just can't get out of bed. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Mississippi has become the second state in the nation to make all adults eligible for COVID vaccines. President Biden's goal is May 1st for that to be the case all over the country. And as the effort ramps up, the push is on to make sure vaccines are safe for children. Moderna now reveals it's given study doses to kids from six months to 12 years. CBS's David Begno has the story of one family in a clinical trial. It was Blair Davis's 15th birthday, and to celebrate, she and her younger sister Dylan got into the car, headed to a clinic. Wait a way to celebrate. And they got a COVID swab. That's because the Davis sisters are part of Moderna's adolescent vaccine trials. And yesterday, they got their second shots. Garvin Davis and Mindy Jeter, both doctors, are the girls' parents. To get them protected was really important for us. For the next few days, the girls will have to record their temperatures and any other symptoms in a digital journal. And in a few weeks, they'll come back for another checkup. I wanted them to set an example to say, hey, this vaccine is safe. We actually, as doctors, trust our children getting this shot. A new poll indicates 42% of Republicans say they will probably or definitely not get a COVID vaccine. That's compared to 17% of Democrats. The American Red Cross says 7.5% of blood donations over the last nine months were positive for COVID-19 antibodies and 20% from unvaccinated people in the first week of this month, meaning donors had likely been infected at some point or at least exposed to it. Well, CBS News has confirmed last month 7,300 unaccompanied migrant children were transferred into a network of shelters run by a refugee group. That's a record. Correspondent Maria Villarreal has more on the people dealing with the border surge and those making the journey. Sergeant Roger Rich and Deputy Ruben Salinas spend most of their nights working overtime. This is one of the main crossing areas where they like to cross because it's it's very secluded out here. Their job is to help Border Patrol respond to the surge of migrants illegally crossing into the United States. I actually myself have found five-year-olds by themselves. How does that sit with you? That's pretty rough. It's heartbreaking. Minutes later, that heartbreak right in front of us. Two moms traveling with their boys. Yoseli left Honduras four months ago with her son Derek after she says someone there tried to kidnap her and extort her family for money. She said now she decided to cross because she's heard that the law is different here in the United States. She'll try to live with family in Florida while she works through the asylum process. 
They didn't cross the river by themselves. They were brought across on a raft. As the sun starts to set, we run into a group of unaccompanied teenage boys. Then, in the dark, Rich and Salinas find a large group filled with young children. She's scared. The constables keep them on the main trail, pushing them towards a Border Patrol staging area about a mile away. The Senate has confirmed New Mexico Congresswoman Deb Holland to be the nation's interior secretary. She's the first Native American to hold a cabinet post. Two men are now charged with assaulting a federal officer during the Capitol attack using bear spray as one of the weapons. CBS's Jeff Pegues says one of the victims was the officer who later died, Brian Sicknick. Investigators are still waiting for the full autopsy results on Officer Sicknick's death. Charges could be bumped up to murder in this case if prosecutors are able to prove a direct link between that bear spray and his death. Britain's 99-year-old Prince Philip is out of the hospital after a 28-day stay that included a heart procedure. Family members say it was a battle over a federal stimulus check that prompted a man in Indianapolis to open fire and kill three adults and a child and abduct his baby daughter. Wendy Johnson's sister was among those killed. She said, you cannot have the money, and pushed Malik. And Malik pulled out the gun and just start killing everybody. The 25-year-old suspect, Malik Halfacre, is in custody. Now to San Diego, where three people were killed, six others hurt when a driver slammed into a sidewalk homeless encampment. For whatever reason, it veered to the right, went completely up onto the sidewalk, struck the multiple pedestrians there. The police chief says the 71-year-old man at the wheel is facing vehicular manslaughter charges. In the sports world, legendary UConn women's basketball coach Gino Oriema has tested positive for COVID-19 on the eve of the NCAA tournament. Players on the team tested negative. UConn is one of four number one seeds in the event. Stanford is the overall top seed. What we've learned during this past year is that some COVID patients suffer symptoms for a long time. As we continue our pandemic series, CBS's Steve Futterman reports it may be a while before experts have the answers. We have so many examples of patients who are just kind of debilitated after having COVID. Dr. Rebecca Keith is with National Jewish Health in Denver. Many of the common complaints we see are headache, ongoing fatigue. The people who have these symptoms are called long haulers. What's it like when COVID never goes away? Like it kind of leaves but leave something behind. This long hauler is a personal trainer in New York. There are days where I do nothing and just can't get out of bed. There are some times where my hands feel like they have pins and needles. Dr. Keith says long COVID is in the early stages of being studied and still has many mysteries. I think we'll be learning about this for a long period of time. This long hauler in London is hopeful that eventually he will recover. I do believe one day I will be back Completely, 100%. My leg will recover. My breathing will recover. Experts in Israel say they've uncovered new fragments of the Dead Sea Scrolls. They were found in a cave, and it's believed they were hidden during a Jewish revolt against Rome nearly 1,900 years ago. In Colorado, Saturday is Meat Out Day, a day that encourages people to go without meat for a day every week. Nebraska's governor calls that a direct attack on our way of life and his state's meat and agricultural industries. He's declared Saturday, meat on the menu day. Trump allies in Florida are pushing a series of bills to require social media sites to give users a month's notice before shutting down their accounts. Republican Governor Ron DeSantis has made regulating social media a priority during this legislative session. 
The slate of bills would also punish companies who take away the platform of any statewide office seeker to the tune of $100,000 a day. It would also allow consumers to sue if they feel they've been treated unfairly. What isn't clear is just how enforceable any of this actually is. And even if the bills become law, they're expected to be challenged in the courts. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. California's Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom indicates he's begun to raise money to fend off a possible recall election, but it's a Newsom appointee who will determine if his opponents have met all the requirements. Organizers say they have more than the 1.5 million signatures needed to get things going. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.